coast to coast in Canada, across North America, and around the globe on the internet, this is Raceline on the Raceline Radio Network, presented by Subaru. And Raceline is driven by the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, performance for the authentic enthusiast. By the Subaru BRZ, authentic sports car performance. By Fast Eddie Speedwear, Canada's motorsports brand. And by General Tire, anywhere is possible. Yet another Subaru Canada presentation this is of your National Radio Motorsport Authority, the Raceline Radio Network. I'm Eric Thomas, your host and anchor, Will Weber, our Supreme Commander in Raceline Master Control. Coming up, part one with newly crowned 2021 IndyCar Series champion Alex Pillow, still celebrating with fried chicken. We preview the biggest race there is for Dirt Modifieds, Super Dirt Week at Oswego, New York, with defending champion Canada's Matt Williamson, and certainly a few more entries for the Subaru Raceline Mailbag Trivia Contest. In the race wrap news, NASCAR plays off on the biggest track they have, and the COVID-19 pandemic is already bending 2022 schedules. So for race fans anywhere and everywhere, powerful sport, powerful radio. It's our 29th year on the air across Canada. This is the Raceline Radio Network. This is Joseph Newgarden, and you're listening to Raceline Radio. Eric Thomas, Raceline on the Raceline Radio Network. Here comes the latest news on the Raceline Race Wrap, brought to you by Fast Eddie Speedwear, Canada's motorsports brand. NASCAR Cup playoff playing Talladega Super Speedway. In the cut go, raining in Alabama. Never really did stop, and with the forecast not due to get any better. And the races at this track taking over three hours to do and no lights, let's remember. The race pushed ahead officially to Monday the 4th. We'll circle back to her next week. As much as we like to be able to, we cannot control the weather. Cup clippings, Denny Hamlin won the round of 16 opener at Darlington and the round of 12 at Las Vegas. He's into the semifinals. So they're asking now if Hamlin is the favorite in the cup playoff, taking that moniker away from Kyle Larson. You think that's accurate, Denny? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Nothing matters. You have to play the game. It, it doesn't matter who's the favorite. You have to play. And again, we, we were dominant last year. Harvick was dominant last year. He didn't even make the Final Four. It's so hard to predict. It, this championship is made in, in one race. It's so different than it used to be. And so our, our goals going into the year is just make the Final Four. What Hamlin is telling you here between the words, don't get ahead of yourself, just get to that final four at Phoenix in November. You never know what's going to happen. NASCAR Xfinity at Talladega, their round of 12. Brandon Brown wins under yellow due to, no, not rain, like the cup race, but darkness. Canada's Alex LeBay, 21st. NASCAR trucks at Dega as well in their round of eight. Tate Fogelman crashing out leader John Hunter Nemechek. Then he slid across the line himself for the, well, questionable win. Canada's Stuart Friesen, an earlier wreck, 22nd, now fifth in the playoff points. Sun Peak BC's Jason White missed the entire truck season fighting fires in that province. Hats off to you, lad. Jason ran Talladega, though. He finished 27th. Good to have him back. COVID-19 already damaging 2022. Trucks will not do Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Toronto next summer. The last two Canadian dates there wiped out by C-19. How come no Canada? NASCAR VP Ben Kennedy. 
because of the current COVID restrictions and a lot of the planning, logistics, and lead time that are required for our teams and our industry to travel outside of the country. So we felt like it was in our collective best interest to go ahead and, and not have Canadian Tire on the schedule. That said, we've got great partners with Miles, Ron, uh, and the entire team and look forward to uh, continuing to have conversations with them uh, about what the future may look like. So if the border reopens in both directions, both you can drive across with team rigs, NASCAR trucks should be returning to CTMP in 23. It always draws huge crowds, biggest race crowds in the nation, as a matter of fact. General Tire presents the NASCAR ARCA report. General Tire, anywhere is possible. Go to generaltire.ca to find the best dealer in generals for your vehicle. ARCA's second last race of the season, Salem, Indiana. 16-year-old Jesse Love got around 18-year-old Ty Gibbs for the win with about, ooh, 45 laps to go. But Gibbs, with 10 wins on the season, clinches the championship this year. NASCAR Canada season, well, they're all done. LP Dumoulin, the 2021 and now three-time champion, will be featured right here next week on Raceline Radio. LP finished only eight points better than Andrew Ranger this year. Ed Hackinson racing. Fast Eddie's Brett Taylor, eighth in the final tally. Shea Gemmel, 16th. IndyCar, some off-season movement to note. Former champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Simon Paginot joining Meyer Shank Racing next season to work with another Penske pilot and former Raceline Radio guest, former Penske pilot, obviously, and four-time Indianapolis 500 winner Elio Castroneves. No, still no word yet on what's going on with James Hinchcliffe. The hot rumor has Indy Lights rookie standout, fellow Canuck and recent Raceline Radio guest Devlin DeFrancesco graduating to take over that IndyCar ride. And after next summer's Detroit Grand Prix, they are looking to move it off Bell Isle back to a downtown street race in Detroit again. Coming up, part one with 2021 IndyCar champion Spaniard Alex Pillow. Indy Light, season closer, mid-Ohio around the rain. A fourth straight win for Kyle Kirkwood and Andretti Autosport. His tenth victory of the season. That will match the record set by Canadian legend, the late great Greg Moore back in 1995. Canadians Devlin Francesco ninth, Antonio Saravelli eleventh in that first race. So all Kirkwood had to do was start race two and he would clinch the championship Done. Francesco fourth in race two. Saravelli twelfth. He had mechanical problems. Dev winds up seventh in final lights points. In line for the former Hinchcliffe ride at Andretti's. We'll wait and see. USF 2000 season capper, American Yuvan Sundera Murthy took race one, but Brazil's Kiko Porto finished third. Good enough to nail the championship. 17-year-old Canadian Thomas Nepvo seventh and eighth in the twin bill to finish eighth in final points. Well done there. Formula One offered travel this week. F1 points into Turkey October the 10th. Replacing Singapore and Japan because of what else? COVID. Yeah, of course. Uh, Lewis Hamilton leading Max Verstappen by only two in drivers. Mercedes uh, has a 33 point advantage uh, over Red Bull in constructors. F1 file after scoring career win number 100 in Russia. Mercedes boss Toto Wolff says they will go full on offense to get Lewis Hamilton his record breaking eighth championship, currently tied, as you know, with Michael Schumacher. Well, the thought here is have they been holding back or something? Conversely, Christian Horner over at Red Bull says they're in full attack mode. So when are F1 drivers not in full attack mode? I don't know. The Rally News is presented by the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, the atypical sports cars. World Rally Championship, the Rally Finland. Welshman Elfin Evans wins to keep his hopes of a first WRC title alive by 14 seconds over Autanic. Canadian Rally Championship busy with the Rocky Mountain Rally. Cochrane, Alberta for Sportsnet 960, the fan Calgary. That saw Andre and Rene LeBlanc aboard their Subaru WRX take down Marc-Andre Brisbois and Marie-France Trapagne in their WRX STI. 
STI by about 42 seconds in the end. Next CRC event, Charlevoix, Quebec on the 23rd. Some bikes, World MotoGP on this side at the Circuit of the Americas, Austin, Texas. Mark Marquez, a dominant ride for Repsol Honda. Fabio Cordero second on his Yamaha. Francesco Bagnaia third on the Ducati. Win seven at Coda for Marquez. Drag racing and HRA, their countdown resumes on the 10th at the Texas Motorplex. After St. Louis, the points with three events to go look like this. Steve Torrance leading Brittany Force by 36 in top fuel. Matt Hagen, recent guest, stands 59 points better than Ron Caps in Funny Car. Greg Anderson leading Erica Enders by 17. That, of course, in pro stock. Faces in the pits, the aforementioned James now the frontline face and ambassador for next summer's Formula E race in Vancouver for Sportsnet 650. The fan, a three-day Canadian E-Fest, as are calling it, announced for the July 2nd weekend around the race itself with special attractions and entertainment. It should be a jam-packed schedule. And on the back of our interview with Jade Gers on his new best-selling book, Alan Sir Jr., a checkered past, another answer pops up in the news feed. Lonnie Unser, she's daughter of former driver Johnny Unser, little Al's cousin. Johnny Unser's dad, Jerry, Big Al and Bobby's brother, was killed tragically in a racing crash in 59 when Johnny was only a baby. Lonnie, his daughter, is attracting attention in the Mazda MX-5 Cup Series. She's now 23. She says she's often asked, are, are you one of those Unser's? And she has to explain the lineage. She's from very good racing stock, obviously. And that'll do it for this week on the Race Wrap. Brought to you by Fast Eddie Speedwear, Canada's motorsports brand, fasteddiespeedwear.com. Your questions, opinions, and comments on stories and issues in our sport are always welcomed on this program. Share your thoughts and theories with your fellow gearheads across the land. Could win you the grand prize in the Subaru Race Liney Mailbag Trivia Contest we play in a few short minutes. Alrighty, well, let's work in another pit stop, but coming right up, Part 1 with 2021 IndyCar champion Alex Pillow. Then we preview Super Dirt Week at Oswego with defending modified champion Canada's Matt Williamson. This is Raceline, presented by Subaru. For more info and news on WRX, WRX STI, and BRZ, see your local Subaru dealer and click Subaru.ca. This is the Raceline Radio Network. This is Simon Pagano, and you're listening to Raceline Radio. Riding with Canada's National Radio Motorsport Authority, you are the Raceline Radio Network. I'm Eric Thomas. Welcome aboard. The 2021 IndyCar season has come to a close, very clearly telling us there is a changing of the guard at the top with the kids leading the way. 24-year-old Spaniard Alex Palou for Chip Ganassi Racing outpointing 22-year-old Mexican Pato Award to claim the 2021 championship that went right down to the final race of the schedule at Long Beach. So courtesy of IndyCar Media, some re-ask questions for IndyCar champion Alex Palou, part one on Raceline Radio. Alex, first of all, congratulations on the championship from everybody and all your fans up and down the Raceline Radio Network across Canada. Hope we can get back to uh, the Indian Toronto uh, next year after being dark for two years. But uh, the task at hand, first of all, how do you, in your own words, sum up uh, an amazing season in the IndyCar series? Yeah, man, um, what what a season, what a season. I, I cannot really believe it. I'm super happy. Um, we worked so, so hard, like... Um, 
getting into the season finale, like um, this this place didn't know the track, um, but the the guys gave me a, a really good car. They gave me good strategies and just amazing. Super happy. I think all the season we we were super consistent and um, it feels amazing to be a champion. I want to do it again now. First Spaniard to win uh, a championship in the IndyCar Series, just your second season with Chip Ganassi. Your dad, Ramon, was here to celebrate in Long Beach as we're talking. So much emotion. Might it take a while uh, to sink in? Not yet, not yet. I, I don't think <laughs> I'm, um, I realize what, what we just did, but um, I'm, I'm just super happy that uh, my dad is able to, to see it and, and to celebrate with me. Hopefully, I can get him to party tonight. Um, <laughs> I think he, I think he can. He's young, so um, <laughs> then my girlfriend is also here. Big part of uh, yeah. of me being here, and yeah, shame that uh, not all my family can be here. But I'm sure we'll celebrate once I'm there. And yeah, super proud to be the first Spanish guy to to win it. I hope I'm not the the last one, and and I'm sure uh, we'll try and fight for a lot more. Alex Plow, 2021 IndyCar champion on Raceline Radio, courtesy of IndyCar Media. You were able to take anything at all from your Super Formula experience to IndyCar to grab this championship, you know, learning things like racecraft? I think it, it was crucial. The Super Formula is the only series, a part of IndyCar in single-seaters, that you do refueling. So uh, fuel, fuel uh, consumption is super important. And, and that helped me to be here today. Uh, two compounds, I think it's really close, the championship. Uh, the cars, they drive pretty similar. They are both fast, so yeah, for sure they, they helped me to, to be here today. You like to celebrate wins with a good feed of fried chicken. I'm told that Roscoe's in Long Beach is, is a great spot. Chicken and waffles is their specialty. I'm going there tonight. Is it is it that good? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they have enough chicken for me. <laughs> right, fair enough. Alex, what were your expectations when you started this season with Chip Ganassi? I mean, everybody wants to win the championship, but what what, did, what was your immediate goal once the season began? I said it at the beginning and after the first race, like there was no expectations. There were goals. Um, the goal that uh, Chip told me was to win the championship, so it was a small goal he he says he likes winners if you're not a winner yeah you're in trouble but um, that's what pushes uh, the team it's not a bad pressure it's a good pressure he does everything he can to to make the team successful he just lives for the team and he takes care of all of us so uh, he gives us the opportunity to be here today Alex Pillow and Raceline Radio, were you aware of where you were running in the final race at Long Beach as we're talking? 12th place or better would have been good enough to win the championship. Was the team updating you during the race, Alex? I mean, we I knew we had a better car than where we starting, so uh, I just wanted to go up front um, because if you're thinking about that 12th, 11th, whatever, um, and something happens on the last lap and you just lock up and you're 13. What happens then? So yeah. I, I wanted to be up front. I wanted to go for the for the podium, but uh, Scott was up front and Barry was like, hey, just it's fine here. So I was like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's do it here. But um, yeah, I just wanted to do our best race. So there was part one with newly crowned 2021 IndyCar Series champion Alex Pillow on Raceline Radio. Part two with Alex for you next week. Okay, well, let's pull the trigger on another pit stop. But up next, your entries and comments. For 
with a Subaru Raceline Mailbag Trivia Contest, then a preview of Super Dirt Week 2021 with Canadian champion Matt Williamson. This is the Raceline Radio Network. This is Will Power, and you're listening to Raceline Radio. Canada's National Radio Motorsport Authority, the Raceline Radio Network. I'm Eric Thomas. Check out my Thomas Tales at Inside Track Motorsport News Magazine. A new Tales in the new issue just released. You can also view Thomas Tales at sportsnet.ca. So here we go again with a Subaru Raceline mailbag trivia contest. Another grand prize pack to claim if you qualify by answering the Subaru trivia questions correctly, of course, in your emailed comments. Entries go into the break drum with a winner drawn at random at the end of the on-track racing season first thing we need to do is give you the answer to the last question we always need to do that and that question was this for over 20 years the subaru wrx and wrx sti included impreza in its model name i wanted to know what year did the wrx and the wrx sti become standalone models not tied to the impreza and the answer 2014 2014 and uh, it was good because we didn't have very many misfires out there most of the entries uh, we're able to get that uh, date nailed, and that's uh, 2014. So thank you for everybody who entered that. We're still going to have a few uh, lagging entries as well that are postmarked okay, but that's the answer to the question. 2014, when the WRX and the STI became standalone models, not tied to the Impreza. So do we not need a new trivia question? Yes, we do, and here it is. The 2022 WRX offers a new GT trim option. What does that option allow you to do while driving? Safely, of course. I'll ask that question again, a new Subaru trivia question to ponder and conquer and answer and your chance to win the prize pack. The 2022 Subaru WRX offers a new GT trim option. What does that option allow you to do while driving safely, of course? Okay, all right. Use Eric at RacelineRadio.ca to connect and enter the trivia contest and your chance to win the prize pack. That's Eric at RacelineRadio.ca, capital E-R-I-K, the symbol at Raceline Radio, one big word, don't put a gap in there between them, .ca. Eric at RacelineRadio.ca. You can also enter via Instagram and Facebook, and that address is Raceline Radio Network. Three words pushed together, no gaps between any of them. Raceline Radio Network, Raceline Radio Network, Facebook and Instagram address. And you can also enter via Twitter. At E-T, Raceline, the symbol at capital E, capital T, capital R, A-C-E-L-I-N-E, at E-T, Raceline, the address uh, on Twitter for you to get in here and uh, enter the contest and your chance to win the prize pack. Let us now go to the mail bag. And we started off with another longtime listener. And always like to keep track of everybody, of course, and those who have been listening for an awful long time. And our good friend, uh, Cindy Reed, uh, in Richmond Hill. Just north of Toronto, listens on Sportsnet 590, the fan in Toronto on Sunday. She says, E.T., always enjoy listening to your interviews with the up-and-coming racers and following them, many from pre-teen age into adulthood and success. Yeah, it's true. We do, you know, we've been around a long time, almost 30 years, so we've been able to, to track an awful lot of these guys that, that when they first started. And, uh, and it's, it's been one of the, the great things about this program is being able to, to track Canadian talent from the time they started. She goes on to say, the entertaining Parker Thompson, 
is always a favorite listen. It got me thinking of Robert Wickens, a mainstay on Raceline, since I think he was 11. I really missed that and wondered if Robbie would be granting you an interview anytime soon. We have reached out uh, quite a while ago. haven't done it for the last while because he's, he's kept things pretty quiet. Uh, to get an interview, and I was put in queue, and um, nothing happened after that. Uh, I could refire that most certainly. Where when we have an update on Robert, I normally give it to you. But uh, we, we always are, you know, staying connected with him, and we'll try and get an interview with uh, Mr. Wickens on the air as soon as we possibly can. Cindy goes on to say, "Here's a shot at your trivia contest, and of course, we just gave you the answer, but this thing is postmarked, okay? So it's it's all legal, a beagle, as we say. The WRXSTI dropped the Impreza name in 2014. And of course, he's right." And way to go, uh, Cynthia Reed. She's a, a, a longtime listener and a, a former prize pack winner. She says, keep up the great work, Eric, covering motorsport for us. Sincerely, Cindy Reed in Richmond Hill, north of Toronto. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for that. And, uh, yeah, um, yeah, in terms of um, of Robert Wickens, we'll, we'll endeavor to find a, an update on him. As I say, he's been pretty quiet the last little while, but uh, we're always plugged into those guys, and uh, we'll make sure that uh, we get the, the latest news on him when uh, it is available. So send us your entries and comments. We do need to hear from you. Use eric at racelineradio.ca, Facebook and Instagram, Raceline Radio Network, and Twitter at ET Raceline. The new Subaru trivia question you need to solve the to get in here and have a chance to win the prize pack, the 2022 WRX offers a new GT trim option. What does that option allow you to do? Okay, I'll ask it again. 2022 Subaru WRX offers a new GT trim option. What does that option allow you to do? Let's get another pit stop right here, Will. But up next, a preview of the biggest race there is for Dirt Modified Super Dirt Week at Oswego with defending champion Canada's Matt Williamson. This is Raceline presented by the Subaru BRZ Sports Coupe. For more specs, see your local Subaru dealer and go to Subaru.ca slash BRZ. This is the Raceline Radio Network. This is Scott Dixon and you're listening to Raceline Radio. Welcome back. It's Raceline Coast to Coast on the Raceline Radio Network. The Mighty Dirt Modifieds are the primary entertainment on clay ovals on the eastern end of our network in Ontario, Quebec, and bordering New York State, the beasts of the Northeast, as we say. Their biggest contest is staged over several days in what's called Super Dirt Week, run at Oswego, New York, home of the Super Modifieds, with a layer of clay laid down on the 5-8 mile tight asphalt oval. Super Dirt Week 49 goes October 6th through the 10th. COVID canceled last year's contest, meaning this year's clash features a Canadian defending champion. From St. Catharines, Ontario, for News Talk 610 CKTB, we welcome back Matt Williamson on Raceline Radio. Matt, much like Syracuse, where we used to run Super Dirt Week, obviously, Oswego is not an easy track. Four races, four different winners trying for a repeat win. Why is this place such a, a challenging circuit, Matt? You know, the track conditions are different every year. Sometimes they work out favorable, depending on the weather they have throughout the week. It gives us a challenge that we get there and we don't really know what to expect. So it's a cool place. I mean, obviously, there's no home track advantage and, and you got to be on your toes all week to, to make sure that you have a good car come Sunday. 
the fact that it's a you know a thin layer of clay on top of asphalt. I mean that's undeniable. Does the surface move around differently than it would, you know, with a natural deep dirt track? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, no, you're certainly onto something. Obviously, there's a science with the way they put the the clay down, and that could change. Um, if you go to Canada Egg on a Saturday night and they change the way they prep the racetrack that week it's going to be different for us race car drivers. So there's so many variables, the way that they put the clay down at Oswego that it's challenging. It's very challenging. And and it it gives itself, gives itself its own unique atmosphere from a racing standpoint that uh, we really got to be, be on top of the racetrack. Matt Williamson, St. Catharines, Ontario with us on Raceline Radio previewing Super Dirt Week at Oswego uh, coming up in uh, just a few days, basically. Does a temporary clay track like this force you to adjust your driving style on the fly? A little bit, you know. The track can change throughout the day, too. I mean, that's that's the unique yeah. thing about Oswego with the clay being put down, and the clay's only a foot thick. You know, when the year that I won, it started breaking apart in turn three, and, and you had to adjust your driving style to avoid the hole in turn three to survive the race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> go off for a modified. And yeah. My spotter, Jeff Barrett, came on the radio and said to me that, you know, you, I got to drive over the hole and not through it. So yeah. that's stuff that you don't see at a regular racetrack. It, it only happens at Oswego, and... Um, it's cool in one point, but uh, the first year it wasn't. It wasn't so cool, you know. I wasn't really talking about it in a good thing, but uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah, holes in a racetrack sounds a lot like Syracuse, right? Yeah. COVID, getting across the border to do what you need to do to get to Super Dirt Week. Some did, some didn't. How did you get around that, Matt? I mean, the the pandemic when it started, it was kind of the perfect timing. I had just set myself up with uh, with an accountant and a lawyer um, to do everything proper. So we did it the first year, uh, 2018, and at the end of 2018, I went and seen a lawyer and, and a, an accountant and got everything handled, and then the pandemic hit. So fortunately, I've still been able to cross the border and, and continue to race, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, doing things the proper way. It's still challenging. You know, I cross early when there's Super Nerd Series races, just in case we do run into trouble at the border, where you get somebody that wants to bring you inside and ask more questions than than yeah. the guy the last week, you know, yeah. so that's challenging. The, the second thing is I don't get to I don't get to race with my friends and family um, from Canada. Obviously, my girlfriend can't come. My mom can't come to the races. Most of my crew can't come. We've set it up that they fly over for bigger races and and stay for stay for the duration of Speed Week or, you know, Port Royal last year. The bigger races that they tend to come and spend a few days with me, which that makes it easier. But uh, it's it's tough. I mean, you don't have that support system. And and it's another thing that you got to think of, you know, on race day is uh, is getting across the border and getting to the racetrack. And that's that's something we never had to worry about before. So much tradition around Super Dirt Week, Matt. You know, at Syracuse, going back generations. What's the best aspect of Super Dirt Week and your least favorite thing about the whole shebang? Obviously, the buildup. You know, what we're doing here right now is, is pretty cool. There's yeah. not another race that I go to or that the Super Dirt Series is a part of that, you know, three weeks prior to it, we're talking about it. Um, we're having media conference calls and... There's articles in the newspapers about who's going. Uh, it's it's such a big buildup for Super Dirt Week that it's it's cool to be a part of the atmosphere at Super Dirt Week. There's there's really there's a list longer than my arm that that I could talk about about good things for Super Dirt Week and you know how how cool it is for a race car driver to be a part of it. 
you know, money. It's it's fifty thousand to win. It's right. prestige. Yeah. You know, the people like Brett Hearn and Danny Johnson and and uh, Gary Ballou and all the people that have won this race in the past is uh, is so prestigious that it's cool to just put your name up there with them. But yeah, I could go on and on about the cool things about Dirt Week. But uh, <laughs> as far as least favorite, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That would be tough to tough to come up with. Like, there's bad things about every race that you know as a driver. You look at this and you look at that. The weather would be, uh, yeah, would be one with Dirt Week. It seems like never, never do we go to Dirt Week and have good weather from Tuesday to Sunday, and that throws That's a wrench right. in everybody's plans. We could, we could end up racing on Monday. Um, we could end up racing on Sunday uh, in April. You know, we've yeah. we went to we went to the mile in, in April and completed the 200. So that's probably the least favorite thing about Dirt Week. Going from Syracuse to Oswego, Matt, a change in the dirt car framework. Canadian tracks like Merrittville, Ransomville, just across the river in the on the American side, Niagara, Western New York, have you know hosted trail races. Any other tracks that may come to mind for you? You wouldn't mind adding to uh, the dirt trail? Uh, Schwiegen Speedway is is a premier facility, like an hour from my house. Uh, not far from the border, kind of in between Brockville and Merrittville. But the Super Dirt Series has been been to before, and and when we went there, it's always been a weather thing. There's always been rain in the area, and the crowd's been dispersed because of the rain. So um, I don't think we ever got a fair shake at at Oshwegan. Put on a good show with a sunny sunny day and. Um, not have any weather interrupt the, the crowd. Matt Williamson on, on Raceline Radio previewing Super Dirt Week at Oswego. It still uh, takes a bit to, to not see Syracuse. Do you get the feeling along that line, Matt, do you get the feeling that you're starting a brand new tradition at Super Dirt Week at Oswego? It's still relatively new. Syracuse, you know, has its legends. You guys, Stuart Friesen, you know, uh, Matt Shepard, you're starting a brand new chapter. Do you get that feeling? You, no, you're right. I mean, um, Syracuse obviously is is one of its own. That we'll never we'll never replicate that, and it, it'll be tough to tough to put put that in the same realm as Oswego. But I think, in saying that, I think that the racing at Oswego is almost better than the mile for a couple reasons because mm-hmm. it's more of a short track thing. It's more of what we do every weekend. It, it gives a guy like Gary Lindbergh an opportunity to go there and race at a prestigious 200 lap event with with a regular car that they can race at Merrittville on a Saturday night. That's, That's right. where it kind of, it, yeah. it's building its own tradition that um, it's, it's such a big prestigious race and it's kind of at a short track that, that you don't need to, you don't need to put a special body on that you would have at Syracuse or you don't need to worry about so much about fuel mileage like you would have at Syracuse right. or have a big motor like you would have. It's, I think I proved it uh, about four years ago. I went there with yes. my, my car that we raced Lernerville every week right. and uh, finished in the top 10 at the biggest race of the year with no fast fill, no special motor, no special body, no pit crew. We had my guys that helped me out on Saturday and Friday nights they were all there, but they don't do live pit stops like like we would have at the mile. Right. So right. and we ran we ran seventh that year, so that was pretty cool. Your weekly track, Ransomville, you finished tied for the championship this year with Eric Rudolph. A tie is okay, but do you think it, it should go to a tiebreaker when that happens? So, you know, say most wins wins it in the in the end. Absolutely. I mean, in the dirt rule book, it says that it needs to go down to wins, um, and then if wins are tied, you go to second place finishes and third place finishes. You know, if you were to ask me who won the championship in 93, I wouldn't know. But in 97, I know that Joe Plazic tied Danny Johnson for the championship. Right, so right. it's kind of memorable to tie at the end of the year. You know, Eric's a great competitor, and um, we, we both had a great year at Ranceville. And obviously, two teams get to celebrate a championship, but it does take away a little bit of it. At the end of the day, you know, I want to win over him, and he wants to win over me. So um, it takes away a little bit of a, a little bit of the prestige. 
Thank you for this, Matt, and very best of luck at Oswego and Super Dirt Week. Thank you, Eric. There's our Super Dirt Week 49 preview with defending champion Canada's own Matt Williamson on Raceline Radio. It's an all-Canadian, all-Niagara effort as Matt works for and is running a locally engineered Bicknell chassis at Oswego, looking to make it back-to-back wins. Okay, well, let's hook up that final pit stop. Then we'll return for the last lap and what's planned for next week's show and more. This is Raceline, presented by Subaru, powered by the heart-pounding WRX STI, rally-proven, street-legal. This is the Raceline Radio Network. This is James Hinchcliffe, and you're listening to Raceline Radio. Thomas, Raceline across Canada on the Raceline Radio Network. That white flag right there signals one more lap to go. So here's what we're planning for next week's show. We'll have part two with newly crowned champion of the IndyCar Series, Spain's Alex Palou, already hungry to do it again next year. We welcome back Trevor Villar, Quebec short track stock car racing veteran warrior Louis-Philippe Dumoulin, winner of the 2021 NASCAR Canada Championship in another tight fight. Plus more entries with commentary for the Subaru Raceline mailbag trivia contest. But when checkers fly, we say goodbye. Enormous race line thanks going out to Alex Pillow and IndyCar Media, Matt Williamson and Dirt Car Media, Denny Hamlin and NASCAR Media. Huge thanks to Will Weber, Raceline Radio Network Supreme Commander, and all of our operators, producers, directors, and race fans across the network. So from all of us at Raceline Radio, I'm Eric Thomas, still reminding you, because we have to, use your head to stop the spread. Raceline Coast to Coast on the Raceline Radio Network, presented by Subaru, has been driven by the Subaru WRX, WRX STI, and BRZ, Subaru's performance powerhouse, by Fast Eddie Speedwear, Canada's motorsports brand, and by General Tire. Anywhere is possible. We'll do this all again next week for you right here on your national radio motorsport authority, the Raceline Radio Network.